Welcome back to the show this week. Our special guest is Nate Mulberg, assistant coach, recruiting coordinator at the University of Richmond, uh, South Jersey native, Cherry Hill. Um, plenty of uh, Jersey credentials we can establish later to, to get them to fit in here on the channel. And uh, certainly one of the uh, things we want to talk about with you, coach, is um, you are the leader, as far as I know, is most interesting summer vacation. You uh, finished up the season at Richmond and, and moved into uh, coaching, assistant coach for, for Team Israel at the, uh, the Tokyo Olympics. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll throw a, a billion thoughts at you at one time. But, but first, you know, welcome. And, and second, just uh, welcome back to the U.S. And let's, let's start by talking about the, the, the craziness of the summer and, and your incredible experience. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, definitely very special and unique. Uh, I've said this a number of times, very thankful to my boss, Tracy Woodson, our head coach here at Richmond for, you know, just supporting uh, this opportunity for me personally. Um, pays a lot of dividends, I think, to our program for a number of reasons, but most importantly, just I learned so much uh, during my time with the Israel Olympic team just working with so many great players who are all in professional baseball in some capacity or who have played for a really long time. Um, just stuff that I can bring back, lessons that I learned, bring back to, to the, the players here at Richmond that we work with. So um, just really awesome experience. I, I did get to, to do some recruiting the, I guess the first month of the summer in June before I had to report to uh, our Olympic training camp, which we had uh, throughout the Northeast. Um, for a few weeks in July prior to leaving for Tokyo. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, the, the experience in, in Japan was just terrific uh, in, in all facets, just for a number of reasons, obviously with our team, particularly with our coaching staff, but also just getting to know athletes and, and, and amazing individuals from all over the world, the country, um, that, that was really, really beneficial and very exciting. Something that uh, insanely thankful for, and I'll never, never forget. So, you know, a lot of a lot of times we talk about baseball, how everybody seems to be connected to, to somebody else. And, and it's such a tight world. Your story a little bit. Um, graduate Cherry Hill East, play University of Rochester, immediately go into coaching from there. F&M for a couple of years uh, uh, while you're getting your master's. It was a lot. Was it Bucknell for yeah. a year? Right. And then and then off to to Richmond. Um, how did this opportunity, you know, come about? Because it, it, it seemed like in, in doing some reading, you're, you know, obviously uh, kind of like everybody. First introduction to, to the Israeli team on the, on the world stage was the, the 2017 WBC, you right. know, uh, Coach, uh, Coach Weinstein's team that, that surprised everybody and got to the, the second round. Um, but from there... Um, just explain to us how you connected with Coach uh, Coach Holtz, another friend of the Generals, um, uh, and, and an amazing guy himself. Um, but how that led to um, this opportunity for you? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Skipper Holtzy, uh, obviously a really good friend of mine, great guy, and uh, someone that I've been very lucky to know for many years. Uh, I guess the gist of it is that when I coached at Bucknell, uh, that's really when I was introduced to him. So this was back in 2016. Uh, so about five or six years ago, and Eric, uh, his son, Jordan, actually played at Bucknell a few years before I was there. So through just the Bucknell network, um, I got to know Eric uh, through, you know, he was very involved with uh, the Maccabi, Maccabi Baseball, uh, which is basically an Olympic style 
a sporting event uh, that happens in Israel every every few years for for like Jewish Olympic type athletes. And so Eric was the manager of that team. I actually was on the team when I was in high school. So we just had a lot of mutual connections uh, from that standpoint. And then just over my time uh, working at Bucknell and then Richmond, we just fostered a very strong relationship. I was fortunate enough to coach uh, a player by the name of John DeMarty my first year at Richmond. Um, he was a, a first base, third baseman and pitcher who then went on to play pro ball as a pitcher. But when he graduated, um, he got into professional baseball and I was speaking to Holt and I, I informed him, hey, you know, I was assuming he knew John DeMarty. John DeMarty was a two-time New York Gatorade Player of the Year from, right. you know, right outside Westchester, New York, where Holtz is from. Uh, Holtz didn't know that uh, John was actually Jewish, eligible for the national team that he was coaching. So I helped make that introduction. And then over time, John ended up joins that team, becomes a crucial piece of our team in the qualifiers in 2019. And then uh, when there was an opportunity to add an extra coach, uh, as we were going into the qualifiers, um, you know, my relationship with, with Eric and then uh, my relationship with John as well, uh, just pushing for me as a player, that kind of all materialized me being a member of the coaching staff. Sure. No. And, uh, and then you, you, you become part of the staff and, and, and are all set for 2020, right? Yeah. For the Olympics. And then all of a sudden that gets wiped out for a year too, right? I mean, that's, like uh, the whole thing just is it's, it's like a movie almost right you have to wait another year before this happens and and then you finally get to go and and you know is there any way to even describe what it means to, to you not just as you know a, a Jewish kid growing up in, in Cherry Hill but but also as a, a young coach yeah I mean for me personally it was a sigh of relief that the games did happen because I mean just like all of us right we all have had Every person in the world has been challenged in some capacity by, by the pandemic. And, um, you know, it was very disheartening and upsetting for everybody involved with our team and all Olympians to have had the games be postponed in 2020. So um, I think that, you know, for me personally, there was definitely a little, a little bit of stress and concern about whether the games would happen um, like they did. And so when we found out that they were going to happen and we got there, it was just, it was such a moment of relief, I think, for all of us just to know that, you know, this was really happening. But in terms of me being a part of this, and I've told Eric this, and I always say to him how thankful I am that he gave me this opportunity to be a part of the staff. I mean, it's for me, it really is. And it sounds cliche, but a dream come true, because I mean, I grew up in Cherry Hill in uh, a pretty observant Jewish household. You know, my, my parents and we all kept kosher in the house. My mom. Uh, kosher still to this day I keep kosher so it just you know it was Judaism was always a really important part of my upbringing and life I, I grew up playing basketball at the JCC and I did all the Maccabi games played baseball many years uh, at the JCC Maccabi games and so you know to be honest I never thought you know that that this would be something that I could have had a chance to be a part of um, but something that always was you know a dream of mine so fact of the matter is uh I think from uh, an experience standpoint, just a life standpoint, I mean, I feel very fulfilled in a way that I got to live out my dream because, uh, you know, truthfully, even though it was something I always wanted and worked very hard to be a part of and have happen, um, you know, just like anything else, you never really know if it's going to happen for sure until it actually does. So I'm just very thankful for, for the chance. Especially in this case, right? It's, right. You know, you obviously go through the, the, the 
camps that that coach had here in uh you know in the u.s getting ready the the tour that you guys took you know uh, to a bunch of the uh, indie clubs in in july yeah but was there a moment where you know i mean you're kind of in the experience as it happens but where it really just kind of hits and, and and overwhelms you whether it was the opening ceremonies whether it was a specific moment that that happened whether it was the 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 victory the first olympic win against uh against mexico was there any one moment where it was just like Wow. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think walking out into the field in Yokohama for the first game against Korea, that was just like a wow moment where, you know, just they, they decorated that stadium beautifully. I know it was probably a little difficult to, to really appreciate it on, on TV for people watching, but um, just breathtaking uh, experience, breathtaking sight especially not really having fans there. It just kind of gave you this feeling of just how big the stadium is. Would have been great to have fans, but I just, I'll never forget walking out into the field for the first time. And then, like you said, uh, when we beat Mexico in game three to avoid elimination, um, I just remember spending time with the coaching staff, uh, you know, Eric, Nate Fish, Angela Lorraine and Alex Jacobs, our trainers, Yoni and Dan Rutenberg, just, taking photos with them and just being able to see on the scoreboard that we had won. That was uh, a feeling that it's impossible to put into words. That was the first time, um, you know, Israel had ever won a game in baseball in the Olympics. And the first time that we won a team sport game since 1968. So just thinking about as we were going through that game, I'll never forget like the seventh inning, we were up by like six or seven runs. And I started thinking to myself, wow, you know, if this really happens, we're about to make history. Uh, that is a feeling that, uh, you know, I'll never forget. It was definitely just the, the moment that looking back on, I'll always say, um, made me realize, wow, you know, we're really here at the Olympics. We just did something really special. Sure, sure. Now let's uh, tie it back into uh, to New Jersey a bit and, and talk about your experiences, you know, growing up, obviously, in South Jersey. Um, how growing up in that baseball environment, which I always say is unlike any in the U.S., um, shaped you. Um, some of your other experiences, uh, interning with the Thunder, um, you know, all these things, how do they, you know, you're still early in your coaching career, obviously working towards the end goal. Um, you know, how do all these things kind of, uh, get you to this position? Sure. So, I mean, I think the big thing I would say is that ever since I was a little kid, um, baseball has really taken up the vast majority of my time in my life. You know, that's always been my biggest passion. I love playing. I spent hours hitting in, in the basement we had at my parents' house. When I was in high school, I convinced my dad to help me build a, a 36 foot batting cage, which is not very long, but we built one in our backyard and it was big enough to do some underhand toss and some tee work. And I spent hours upon hours out there. And so I just think, you know, like you said, um, the South Jersey baseball environment is very unique, something I'm very proud to be a part of. And I think it's because it's such a, a kind of like a densely populated, concentrated area. You know, it's it's a small area, uh, relatively speaking, in terms of just the size of it compared to maybe other states, other regions. But baseball is so important in this area and there's so many great players and so many great programs. So when you spend, you know, your years of like middle school, even going through high school, playing against all these amazing players, from all these different cities, you know, Millville and, uh, you know, Eastern High School in Voorhees, Lenape, Cherokee, Cherry Hill West, uh, everywhere. 
uh, Bishop Uses, Closer Catholic. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, these are the guys that we're playing against every single day. So because you're playing so many great players on a daily basis, it makes you a better player. It, it really uh, just has a huge impact on you. Like my coach in, in high school, I played for Eric Radville, uh, who played at East. I also played for Dave Martin, who's a legend in South Jersey baseball. He was the longtime head coach at East and then was an assistant when I was there. He played a Gloucester Catholic. He pitched in the College World Series for Southern Illinois. I still talk to him weekly. Um, so, you know, I think all these different experiences I had, it just created this passion that I had for baseball that, you know, throughout middle school, high school, I just worked so hard. And then as I've gone into coaching, it's a huge part of my life. I mean, uh, I always say I don't really have many hobbies outside of work because I feel like, you know, my hobby is my work. It's my passion. It's my love. And so as a result of that, um, you know, I love every day of, of what I do. And I just know for sure the South Jersey baseball experience has uh, played a, a huge role in my life and something I'm very proud to be a part of. For sure. And now we're going to tie into the uh, to the ACBL, obviously a, a theme here for us through the year. Um, Richmond now uh, team ACBL after sweeping our two big awards with with Chase uh, Conklin winning the MVP and 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 grad uh, student Winston Allen winning our pitcher of the year. Um, last year was was kind of an incomplete A10 season, but but what are we looking at for Richmond this year? You know, kind of still testing, but hopefully working towards a normal you know, relatively normal schedule, um, some excitement with, with some of the younger guys and, and some of the more established guys kind of hopefully melding together and, and, and potentially being a, a force in the A-10. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we brought in a little bit of a smaller class for freshmen this year, and then we brought in, uh, you know, five or six transfers as well. The, the you know, the, the college baseball environment landscape has really changed a lot, as we all know, because of, uh, you know, the COVID and the extra years. Um, so, you know, with our younger guys, I'm really excited because I think we have some really high quality and really talented players. I think, you know, for us, with us being able to maybe bring in a few less high school guys and as a result, be able to bring in some older transfers like Winston, as you mentioned, um, it just allowed us to really focus on specific targets um, that we're looking at from high school and then really just go after the, the best players we like. So I know that this freshman class is, is really talented and, uh, I'm really excited about what Chase did. He uh, he did great. And I know how hard he's worked, especially to get bigger and stronger. He had a great high school career. I remember watching him, you know, even before I was at Richmond, I saw him when he was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget in the state, I think it was the group semis or the, you know, the non-public championships, South Jersey. He got a, a hit off a breaking ball against St. Augustine and the game was at Ryder. So, I, I know how great of a player Chase is, and I'm just so fired up for him that he had the summer he had um, because, he, you know, he didn't play a ton this last spring. And, again, I think a lot of it was because he was just, you know, getting bigger and stronger, and I know he's worked so hard at that. So his success doesn't surprise me, and I'm so excited to, to see what he's going to do this year for us. Um, and then uh, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's a great culture here at Richmond. All the guys really want to win, and they work hard, and – um, I'm happy we have that South Jersey flair here on our team. We have Josh Willits and Chase and Rob Ray. Yes. You're going to be here this year as well. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very exciting that we have all these South Jersey guys uh, on our team as well. So let's, let's finish up with, with this, the, you know, again, you'll, you'll remember summer 2021 forever, obviously. Right. Think back on that, this experience, how does this make you a better 
coach, you know, how you mentioned fulfilled, obviously, you know, personally and, 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 you know, moving forward, what are you going to take from this summer that that's just going to be, you know, just push you up into the stratosphere? Sure. So, I mean, I think the, the biggest takeaway I, I took away from the experience with Israel, um, as I reflected, I tried to be very intentional about taking as much in as I could when we had all the baseball experiences. You know, we had guys on our team like Danny Valencia, 10 plus year big league career, Ian Kinsler, um, everybody hopefully knows who Ian Kinsler is. I mean, he actually finished, I think, with 1,999 hits. Yeah. Kind of known for. Uh, so I spent a lot of time with Ian. We had Ryan LaVarnway on our team. He was in the big leagues yeah. this season. Um, so it just we have, had a ton of really great players. Blake Galen, Ty Kelly, he was in the bigs. Yeah. So, you know, when you're in this environment, uh, these are guys that obviously have competed at the highest level and there's not so much coaching, if any, that I need to do. Sometimes they'd ask me for my suggestions or my thoughts and I would give it to them. But I spent a lot of time, you know, just watching. And when I threw beep batting practice or did flips or watched them take grounders or hit them take grounders, I really tried to watch how they moved and, and what their focus level was like. The biggest thing for me that stood out was just what I just said, how focused and detail oriented they were in all of their work. Um, to me, to be around these guys on a daily basis for basically a month and to just see how focused they were at every moment when we were on the field, sure. that's what stood out to me the most. Even just thinking about T-work, you know, T-work, these guys, when they're doing it, they don't talk very much. I mean, they're just locked in on their 10 swings and that's all they're worried about. They're not talking to their buddies behind home plate. Um, so, yeah, I learned a lot about mechanics and different drills they may do. But I think the biggest thing for me is just getting a sense of, from a mentality standpoint, standpoint, what it takes to get to that level, like Ian Kinsler and Danny Valencia. Uh, to me, that's really uh, the biggest thing I took away that I think will help me as a coach and help the players at Richmond. Because I, I mean, I personally believe once you get to a certain level, it's not talent that's the differentiator. It's it's that it's focus. It's your ability to handle and process situations and anticipate. And you know, I think everybody at that level has got. There's talent. no question. I mean, no. again, even during our games, right? Like there was nothing that was not taken very seriously. And that's not to say that guys weren't having fun and they were loose. They were totally loose, relaxed. But it's yeah. like. Something I always see that I harp on with the base runners is like when you hit a double, you know, don't worry about celebrating until you see what's going on in the field. Because, again, in our sport, people love to celebrate and whatever, do a dance or whatever at second base. But I would watch and, and all the guys on this team, after they got to second base, they really looked around the outfield. They saw where the relay throw was coming in and they're looking to advance the next base on an errant throw before they're you know, waving to the dugout to celebrate their double or something like that. So it's stuff like that. Just always thinking about the next play and trying to take the extra base and just being locked in at all moments when you're in the course of the game that I found was just really monumental for me to take a great, takes a good team and makes it a great team. Right. We appreciate the time coach again, Nate Mulberg on the, on the Jersey baseball show this week, very much Jersey and uh, very much an amazing summer. Uh, with the Israel Team Israel and the uh, Tokyo Olympics. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Mike.